Welcome to Digital Nightmares, where one lucky host gets to choose their nightmare. My name is Max, and I am joined by Jasmine. Hello. And Dan. Hello. Uh, unfortunately, Eric cannot be here today. So all the Eric fans, sorry to disappoint you. He'll be back at some point in the future. <laughs> Probably next episode. Um, but uh, other than him, how's everyone doing? I know we're all... Very depressed without Eric here. I, I literally can't think about anything else other than Eric's absence. It feels yeah. like a hole. It's all yeah. consuming. Black hole of <laughs> Eric. For for the last 30 minutes, we've just been staring at his his unlit up Discord icon. <laughs> We're just waiting. Just waiting. When will it turn green? Not tonight. Not tonight. I've been doing pretty pretty decently other than our, our Eric trauma. <laughs> any any big horror news uh that anyone's been following or um i know last week we we're talking about uh silent hill as far as i'm aware there's not really much new but yeah i don't think there's really been any horror news lately other than just how like dead this triple a uh, season is going to be after what like in after the summer it seems like there's like nothing from ps5 nothing from uh, uh xbox really yeah, that's um, true. And everything kind of like seems to end around like May or something. I'm not really sure what, what's going to come out for the rest of the year. So Silent Hill 2 still doesn't have a date. So that's true. That's true. Isn't that coming out? At the, it was supposed to come out at the end of 2024. Or um, is that just a rumor? I don't know. I, it just says 2024 on it. It doesn't say like what queue or anything. Mm. Uh, so we're continuing on from last week's episode uh, where uh, Jasmine took the first point of the season uh, with the game Kinato Pet. So if you haven't listened to that one, go go back and listen to that one first. Unless you really want to listen to this one first, I, I guess you could. But uh, I would suggest the, go back one. Do you want to give a quick uh, introduction as to what uh, Kinato Pet is? Sure, I've got the Steam description here. Ah, there Uh, you go, there you go. (laughs) Kinato Pet is a psychological horror experience that takes place through Kinato, an early 2000s virtual assistant. Kinato is able to walk, talk, browse, adapt, and play games, as Kinato is like no other with its adaptive technology. So you play on a virtual desktop uh, modeled after your own. And you get to know this little virtual desktop friend as, uh, you know, he shows you all of his cool functions and, yeah, friend, and he wants to learn all about you. So, yeah. He was friendly. Yeah. Friendly enough. For, like, ten minutes. <laughs> What'd you I guys don't know. think? He was pretty friendly. Like, I mean, we can get into this more, but I... I feel like he was pretty friendly with me almost throughout the whole thing with like just a couple of exceptions. So you were like nice really? to him then? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask. I don't remember if you said, are there a few different endings? Yeah, there are. Um, there's two main endings and then a secret ending. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Depending on what choices you make. I don't jump right into it, but I yeah. feel like I had a good time with him. <laughs> mm. Yeah, with this, with this little games that... that... He plays with us. Um, so basically what you're doing in the game, though, is you're playing on a virtual desktop that actually models after your own desktop. It uses your background 
um, but with like a XP Windows XP sort of like overlay, which actually was like really cool. I don't right? think I've seen one it of these kind really of like, well uh, yeah, yeah, like one of these like kind of fourth wall break games actually do that. Yeah, because like it starts out too with the Windows XP login screen that you have to put your password into, which is yeah, it's kind of like what? well, you can type you can type whatever, but you can oh, type really? your real password. Oh god, <laughs> yeah, I just he knows password. my real password. <laughs> Jasmine, they're after you. They're oh no! Them. We, <laughs> we got one. We got virus one. collecting all your info. Oh god! Did you put god. your real full address in too when it asked? <laughs> no. Did you put the three numbers in the back of the credit card? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I thought it was super cool that it actually took your wallpaper and then like it's it like makes it look all Windows XP. Yeah, they put their own uh, desktop icons over it and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get to messing with a lot of the uh, the tools or, or like the extra stuff that's hidden in there? Like they have like Minesweeper and Pinball? Uh, no. I mean, I mean, I played them like a little bit just to give it an exploratory interaction. Um, but yeah, no, just I played a lot of uh, Minesweeper while <laughs> like the exposition was coming out and stuff. Oh my god. Mm. That's great. I, I was I was like um I played like three seconds of Minesweeper to realize that I'm like I don't know how to play Minesweeper. And then I was like, okay, never mind. Forget this. We'll have a little <laughs> chat after this, Max. Yeah, Minesweeper is Yeah. Great. Oh, you're gonna tell me how to play Minesweeper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did get really into the pinball, which is actually pretty good. It's the it was pretty much the exact same pinball, isn't it? They used to come with uh with like exact same XP. pinball? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, that's I remember that one was big with like a lot of lights and little animations and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. I think this close. this was their own pinball. Oh, okay. I mean, they might have taken it. Who knows? Maybe they could have used like the code, the, the same like physics that it had. Definitely inspired. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, definitely did, inspired uh, from it. I feel like it did elevate it a lot. That because the first thing you're going to try to do is be like, oh, does the does the pinball work? and it does and like the little (laughs) clock icon matches your real time and they have like a ms paint that you can actually use and everything and then Mm -hmm. the the little music and pictures folders open your own music and pictures folders yeah that was cool oh i didn't know that yeah it does it opens your own files i didn't explore the uh the the folders enough and then if you guys are like (laughs) playing on steam i don't know if it's released anywhere else but like it had like has like your steam friends almost like an old msn sort of style yeah yeah like a little message window it was really cool it definitely does goes a lot further than i think i've seen like some of these other fourth wall break kind of games go um to really like put you in the space and to make you feel like I don't think I've played one like that. That that's like kind of like felt like this much like you are on the the, the operating system, and it's it's like modeled after your own. I mean, I know Hypnospace, um, mm. Hypnospace Cowboy, or is that what it's called? Uh, not Cowboy, I don't think, but I know what you're talking Hypnospace about. Hypnospace Quadrilateral. <laughs> Am I confusing like multiple games together? I don't know. Hypnospace. I can't remember the rest of the name. Uh, it does kind of like a similar thing with, well, it's not trying to break the fourth wall necessarily, but it has like such a detailed OS and, um, so like Emily's uh, internet. Yep. Yeah. That one too. But like this, the way this one does it, it, it really tries to integrate your own personal desktop into the, um, experience, which I think definitely like kind of adds to the immersion and 
just the way they're using the way it's framed i think just ends up being really interesting mm -hmm. yeah for some reason the the fact that your real taskbar stays at the bottom i felt like was very immersive yeah totally. oh, yeah i love it's that just, like yeah, the yeah. whole game itself is windowed and you can clearly see like that's a fake taskbar at the bottom and all that but like you can open your real apps and like your programs will be over underlaid the the little fake programs going on oh yeah yeah and like it, it just really makes you feel like you are like it is controlling your computer and i think it can elevate those like the 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 scares in some ways by like oh yeah like really, really delving like into like a virus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly exactly any uh now it's not just clicking through um well i guess we should go a little bit more into exactly what you're doing most of the time it's it's interacting with um the keynote pet which just seems to just install itself onto your computer after a glitchy moment and then you are launched into the almost like neopet world with um or you know like early online kids games um and he has his own little games and other friends on this website that you can uh, peruse and you can see their bios and stuff any thoughts on those well i mean not so much on the friends and the bios um which were just like you know mediocre little mini games like flash mini games yeah. that we used to play as kids but like when it slowly started to incorporate the horror into those games like some of those were really unsettling yeah that was spooky mm -hmm. i think one of them was like a conveyor belt you had to just grab the correct are we doing spoilers i don't want to spoil anything <laughs> um i mean the game's not like super long um and i, I would generally say probably of like you're if you're interested um should just play just, it no spoilers just, just play it it's like only like an hour long i think right yeah it's very like yeah. you have to experience it I, i'd say mm -hmm. um but yeah so in the conveyor belt mini game when all of a sudden like body parts start showing up and uh oh oh wait wait, wait sorry let me rewind the placing things in the rooms and then there's just like you scroll up and there's that body in the in the plastic bag Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, there's like moments what? like that. <laughs> it's like, Oops, yeah, it, that, that was supposed to be there. Tee -hee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how it kind of it delves into like sort of that. Um, uh, it's very interested in like the analog horror sort of uh, vibe, especially that that body bag and and the the walking sequence that incur occurs later in the game. The um, hide and seek. The hide and seek. Yeah, which was pretty pretty something. Um, but like I like how it sort of integrates that sort of like analog horror aspect into it, as as opposed to just sticking with sort of what you see more often with these kind of games, where like they just do. I'm thinking of a not to pick on. I guess you could look at something like Daniel Mullen's earlier games, like uh, Pony Island or whatever. Mm. They just kind of do like a spooky face. <laughs> Here it's kind of delving into like like oh this is this feels like. Uh, partially through its age, like it increases the, the fear and. Well, yeah, I feel like the game did a really good job of uh, leading you into these scares. Where, for example, with this room one, you're you're decorating, you're actually kind of getting into the decorating, and you're scrolling through all the items. And once you reach the end, there's nothing to do but scroll back up, right? And then the fact that the scare is in there, or like, and you don't even really know when it happened, like mm -hmm. that sort of thing is. Spooky. Dude, I. 
I got to admit, I was just pasting those things to all. <laughs> me too. Get, get me to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the one thing I'd say about um, this kind of portion of, of a, a lot of these kind of fourth wall break games or like looks looks happy and fun, but then isn't, is that I think this one and um, most of them uh, tend to have issues like where it's like, these things that are like the the happy like fake out moments oh, yeah. where it's like this isn't really what you're playing um are just aren't that fun and I, <laughs> I that's the one thing where i'm like i wish like i could i want to see one of these like do one where it's like it's actually like really fun to 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 like play through the um the the, the fake out thing like it's yeah. it's enjoyable in its own way well max you um, should have played um a game i recommended before i think it was called oh bonnie's bakery oh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the game the the non-spoopy part is good gameplay in that oh yeah dude it's like a restaurant management sim that actually oh. sounds pretty fun <laughs> yeah i i think i think that's kind of like what i'm looking for i guess in one of these but so i'll have to maybe check that one out again yeah. I was just going to say the one thing that this game and I guess these other like everything's fine until glitchy horror happens is it always does the same sort of jump scare where it's like loud noise, screen cuts. Yeah. You know, like yeah, this I, game mm-hmm. is no exception to that. I wanted to bring that up too. I feel yeah. Like it, there's so, well, not stuff that I can think of because I'm not creative, but I feel like there are so many options that you can go with for the horror parts, and it always does end up being like distorted face, somebody's <laughs> eyeball, ghostly guy comes out where you you don't expect the ghostly guy. Yeah, or like a yeah, grainy I, picture of a corpse. Well, I mean, that being said, though, what did you guys like actually think of the scares that we haven't seen in one of these games before? The scares that You're we are talking seen? about. Yeah, like. I don't know. Were any of you guys playing with webcams, like on your computers? Oh yeah. What? Um, I had my like I have a, a toggle for my webcam, so it was off. Oh, I didn't oh, mine see was where off it was too. Going, so I was like, oh, the game prompts you at one point. Your your desktop buddy says that he would like to know what you looks like, and you you can select yes or no. And I was like, oh yes. I wonder if they can actually do that. And I think I got an empty picture, but. I, I would have been looking at a picture of myself, perhaps with like some spooky overlay on it. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have a a webcam on this computer, but oh. I was watching someone play, and yeah, it, it accesses your uh, Wait. webcam. What? Okay, I I think I I think I might have ended the game too early. What? <laughs> so, so after the game, after the game does its its shut off or whatever. I went back and do it or whatever, and then I, I I was like, oh, it's it's just like gonna do the same thing again. So then I oh, stopped. No. Is, it, is there anything after that? Oh, <laughs> the game shuts itself down like a few times, and you have to go back to it. Oh, okay, I think you okay. missed like all the biggest scares. Then, like, did you have to do any of the console stuff? Mm, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you're just playing the intro. <laughs> I thought the game was only about like uh, like thirty minutes. Uh, it's so. about like an hour and a half, I think. I think yeah, oh, I must so. have played at least like ninety minutes. Yeah, because I mm-hmm. remember thinking like, oh wow, this is a lot longer than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> I assumed there might have been like a little bit after, but I was kind of like, ah, oh, I, I get the point. Uh, so then I kind of like was like, uh, that, that that's good. It's gonna probably like run through the same kind of thing again. Oh, oh change it up a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I should have kept playing. 
Well, okay, Max. Like, so I thought it, that counted as kind of an ending. So I was like, okay, I'll count that. All right, let me walk you through, I guess, what happens. Okay, well, what part did you get up to? Like, did you have to do the friend survey or anything? No, I just like after you uh, play hide and seek the first time, it shuts off, and I was like, okay. Holy shit! You played man. like twenty five, thirty three percent of the game. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. So you you load back in and. Things start getting like a little bit creepier. Um, you kind of get like some weird emails. Um, there's like kind of like some backstory of what this like Kinito pet is. Uh, there's... Yeah, I got to. I, I I remember that was at the played at the end of the uh, the walk in the hide and seek section. There's some really creepy parts where like. Well, so for example, it, it goes through this like friend survey with you. It wants to put in, you to put in some information about yourself. And then like you have to draw some pictures. Um, mm, and then after yeah, I, that, it wants you to give you give it some more information. Like it's like, is this your real name that you gave me? Where do you live? And uh, obviously, you're probably not going to put in your real information to this like creepy well, uh, evidently pet, right? evidently you you are gonna do that because you put your <laughs> real passwords yeah, no like, did you put your real name in no <laughs> <laughs> did you put your social security in there too <laughs> but it, it does like this um it like accesses how i don't even know how it does this but it goes onto your actual desktop and uh finds your location and, and doxes you pretty much that's why there's a streamer mode of the game yeah, I was pretty unnerved by that, to be honest. Right. It, like, if we can spoil this little part, it it asks you to, it gives you a little form field, like, to fill in address, postal code, street number, and all that. And I put in a bunch of mm. random garbage. And then um, when he asks if you're sure, it continues on to say, I can just look this up myself. And, like, your, your full-on real little taskbar start menu pops up and text gets typed in for your location and uh your location comes right up on the screen <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it really manipulates your your i don't know desktop. how i feel about that actually i didn't yeah. like it very oh, much because it i'm so sad kind of i'm like doing a virus scan out <laughs> well i think i yeah. mentioned that like while i was pitching this game that this game actually initially was even much more realistic that people thought it really was a virus so the the developer actually had to dumb it down a little <laughs> what, do they, what, what do they take out um they're so later max um kinato pet so you know how we have this like fake desktop thing eventually yeah, yeah. it really does actually become your desktop which is really cool it just sort of transitions over at some point um and then kinato pet wants you to give him admin access to let him yeah, use like his full capabilities, right? <laughs> so I, I spent you... like 10 minutes trying to get around that. <laughs> I did too. I Googled it. I was like, am I going to destroy my computer by doing this? Um, it pulls up the, like, you know, the console, uh, like the PowerShell console. Yeah. And like wants you to type something. Anyways, it's the real console. Yes, it's the real console and it's terrifying. And... Uh, and yeah, so you type in whatever command he wants, and it, it looks like it's going through this entire process on your real console. Yeah, that that was terrifying. <laughs> I literally Googled it for like probably twenty minutes if if it was going to destroy okay. my computer. <laughs> yeah, just the fact that this random indie game is able to pull up my console 
I was like checking to be like, is this a real window that's opening up? <laughs> and I was like, I'm definitely not typing these things in here. Um, until I also looked it up, and I think the command that you put in isn't like a yeah, it's not a real. properly parsed command or whatever to run anything. Yeah, it's but fake. I, I didn't I didn't like that very much. Um, mm. and once you do that, Max uh, Kinutopet becomes like the super version of himself, I guess, and he makes a 3D game for you based off of all of the friendship answers you put in uh, previously. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got through some of the friendship answers. Yeah. And what's the 3D game? It's just I think like... that must be where the, the like good and bad and different endings differ, right? I can tell you ab- about the endings. Um, Please do. do Final like spoiler. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, so anyways, you go through this like 3D space uh, based off of the questions he asked you. And it's supposed to be your forever home that you want to stay in. Um, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of funny. It, it has like your Steam friends in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just supposed to be like your... Okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and even in Dan's case, he put his favorite animal was a... And I don't want to say it because I'm going to pr- mispronounce it. I think it's an axolotl. Gonna... Is that yeah. not how you say it? Oh, yeah. Axolotl. axolotl. Yeah, yeah, and it actually yeah, yeah, that's pulled right. up a picture of it in Dan's version. Oh my god, that's so funny. As yeah. a side note, I when it asks for your favorite animal in the friendship quiz, I was like, oh, he's gonna like me because um, the the main character, the desktop companion, is an axolotl. So is I was it? like, oh, maybe maybe we'll get on his good side. But yeah, he has like, <laughs> the, the stuff sticking out of his head. I totally yeah, thought yeah, it was like axolotl. some just I think random he says it at pink one point thing. Too. Oh, on the on the little bios with the Flash games, there's like, um, Kinito the Axolotl and John the Starfish ah. or whatever they were. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, you kind of go through that, uh, finding, I guess the ending to that section, and then it comes to the question like, do you want to be? Do you want to stay in this uh, house that he's made, that Kinito Pet has made for you forever? And then the yes leads you to the ending where you stay with him, and the no leads toward the ending where he gets really pissed off and like burns your computer. And then there's a secret ending. So in the game's files, there is well, also during this ending section, you kind of come across this glitch where it tells you that this one structure is a key and when you go back to replay the game that same structure is actually in the like web page mini games things that he makes Mm. you do and if you go into that it kind of explains how to start doing these outside of the game arg elements so if you go is is this related to the qr codes you can find no i don't think so i think that's qr codes yeah, I found like QR codes that sent me to pictures of things. Oh, that was oh, like one of the. Of yeah, so like if you look at the QR codes, it starts. It's the like specs of your computer, I think. Like for mine, it sent me oh, a picture what? of my keyboard. And I was like, oh, that looks really familiar. <laughs> it sent me a black version of my keyboard, so I wasn't sure what I was looking at. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? Because I have like the white one, and I was like, "That's not my keyboard." <laughs> this is what could have been if you had chosen the black keyboard. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that's, that's so kind of cool. cool. Oh. Um, and yeah, so like in the game's files, there's this thing called a lens, and uh, during the entire game, if you 
there's like hidden information under this lens. Like you drag it over the desktop and it kind of reveals some stuff. And mm. through the prompts, you get, you figure out this delete code that when it comes to that uh, console thing, you put in the delete code instead of the command that he gives you. And it uh, gets rid of all the, your, your new friend. Yeah, you don't have to die or stay so with sad. him forever. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I can definitely see, this is interesting, the more, the more you described it, I'm like, I'm wondering, like, in some ways, is, is like, is this even ethical, like, to make <laughs> something like this? Because it basically operates like a virus in, in a way that, like, not other ones do. And, like, pulling up your own, um, pulling up your own, uh, like, geotag or whatever. Or not geotag, what is it? Your own, uh, what's it called? Just doxing you. Yeah. Like, yeah, doxing your location. I don't know. What do you guys think about that, and and, and how invasive it is, and and how many things it's like pulling up from your computer, or or would you say like, well, this is it? It's just making something. Um, it's just making it. I guess. I, what would it be like? The the type of horror that it's interested in is that like this is already happening, and we just don't see it, and it's just showing it to you directly. Well, I don't want to like ruin the magic too much um but it doesn't uh it doesn't actually like know your location it, it manipulates your computer so that you know in the windows bar it just types my location and like of course yeah. your location pops up it doesn't actually know so oh, it doesn't okay. no I, it's I, not like it tells you. you no it doesn't track but I feel you like but if if they had wanted to make something malicious then they could know you know it could yeah, pull up that like screenshot and send it wherever or whatever. I don't think it'd be impossible to figure out either because you could probably tell it from like account info if you were to like not do it. Yeah, I feel yeah. like with all the permissions and stuff that it does have access to, like obviously they just used it to make a horror game here. But uh, if they had chosen to do anything malicious, I definitely feel like they could have. This would be a virus that works properly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's I do what wonder I like. Could you make a version of this? Like, it's, this is pushing it to an extreme with, with the simulation. Like, could you even? It, it, does it? Does it like encourage someone to make a real version of this? Like, where it's like not a game. It's oh, it's like so literally smart. a virus. Where you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that was a crazy game, and you close it, and actually, it's been like sending all your data to some guy in Russia. Well, so that's <laughs> the thing is like when I was looking at this game because so. It got really popular on Reddit because it was kind of showcasing all the things that Unity could do. I think it, no, sorry, not yeah. Unity. It's Godot. Oh, Godot. Yeah. Godot. Um, Godot. Yeah. How is it? I think it's French. <laughs> um, I don't it know. was kind of, games haven't really been doing this before. So that's why people were kind of freaking out about it. Um, and that actually, before I presented this game and played it, I was like genuinely searching, does Steam check their games uploaded games for viruses because this yeah. would be a really crafty way to do it i guess like that's just how uh like creepy yeah. it is I'm about sure manipulating they your computer there right pardon i'm sure they do oh they right? do yeah they yeah they I do so. <laughs> you think they can they tell or only ones that's been reported by users uh every game that's uploaded gets scanned mm. oh okay 
Yeah, I definitely but, had to yeah, tell myself on, like, a couple other... times, like Jasmine wouldn't have sent this. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was really <laughs> skeptical. Yeah, I did lots of research because, like I said, when I got to that console part, I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I was surprised by how much stuff it could do because I expected from your description last episode. I thought it would just pull, you know, your. Uh, your the name of your PC like a lot of them do, which it did yeah, for the login like screen the, and like maybe a photo or something. Create a folder, mm. yeah, like create a folder from your thing or something, or say like you played ten hours of of yeah. this game. Like I I'm see like, that yeah. you have uh, Chrome installed, huh? I know, what <laughs> you're doing. but it kept going further and further. I was very surprised with all the stuff it could do. Yeah, it, like some of the other things we didn't mention, Max, was it, uh, it even like blacks out your monitors for a sec at one part. Mm. Um, well, I mean, it kind of does that, yeah. Through, um, uh, oh, did it do that? Too. Yeah, it yeah. Like, like totally blocks, uh, blacks them out, like turns them off. And then, uh, yeah, I guess it kind of looks at like your Steam games, because I think in the house stand, if you look at the computer, it, it shows one of the games that you played on Steam. Oh, I didn't notice. Um, it also, uh, like I found in the cached files afterwards, it saves locally some, like, horror-looking distorted versions of your desktop that I think it used a couple times in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. It, uh... Just like, I, I'm looking at a picture of my usual desktop background with, like, some blood smears on the side. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish one of us had the webcam, though, because, uh... Yeah. That seemed to be a really scary part when I was looking at the reviews. But that's so yes, if people are looking to, you know, stream this game that does have a streamer mode that won't dox you or access yeah. your webcam. I don't know really what the difference is, but there is a specific uh mode um, for that. Yeah. I I wish I could have gotten a little further. I just like it's it's the gameplay thing where it's just like it's just not it wasn't it didn't feel good to like uh like do the games i think it was like especially those beginning flash games like it's like i'm like i get the point but like they just weren't grabbing me so it was like hard to care about like what was going on and like to continue but like a lot of those ideas are really interesting and are going much further than these kind of fourth wall break games that i played in the past i've done and that's partially like why like i gave up sooner because i was like i was like well that's good enough i kind of get what it's doing um but like go to that extent is definitely much further than I think I've seen with games like this. Yeah, I've never seen that before, and I play a lot of these sort of games. Mm -hmm. It would have been cool if they put uh, like a little bit more thought into the little placeholder happy fun time game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wish they just made them fun, or like, <laughs> like to keep you actually playing. Because uh, it's like making purposely a bad game for you to play is not best way unless it's like literally you're not supposed to do it i also the one thing I, I i was also wishing you could do is you if you could actually resist what the keynote pet wanted you to do i kept trying to do it like go onto random folders close the uh the window hmm. and it wouldn't let you do that and to me like i was like oh like that's such a good moment like you could say like oh if you, you can play the games for instance these terrible games or you can just close the window and then he'll like eventually like like just like force you to do the hide and seek thing or something like that to kind of like say like these little things don't really matter it's it's like um 
and if you resist he'll like just force you to do right to the spooky stuff if that's what you want yeah i will say I it's know. it's really linear um and that you have to do the steps all in the order um i guess mm-hmm. until you you beat it and you're looking for the secret then you can kind of skip some things yeah 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 it's 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 interesting though definitely um do we want to talk about uh we actually just before the podcast i was playing through and streaming uh eric's game from uh last week uh buckshot roulette do you guys anyone, if you have anything more to say about this we can certainly discuss a little more but uh would you want to jump over a little bit into a, a little discussion of that sure actually yeah. there was one more thing i wanted to talk about with this game because i'm a little bit oh, yeah. confused okay. um towards like where i thought the climax of the game would be this is spoilers as well but uh near the end when you're in the little virtual world that the guy has made for you based on your previous answers to the friendship quiz uh there was like no horror there at all i kept thinking you know mm-hmm. they would use your answers previously to like do something scary or you there's a locked room in the house that with it beside it is the painting you made earlier to represent something sad and i was like oh the sad room's gonna have something messed up in there <laughs> but it was just a nice little room with the, with the wall that i had decorated before and then the game just kind of ends like happily with happy music i thought maybe it was like a choice i had made that i missed out on a scare at the end but is that just oh. uh always how it goes well i mean other than like the f- fountain like where it kind of reveals that the fountain is uh like a secret did you get that i went like the fountain uh i think it was around the back of the house yeah yeah i went there and the fountain sort of glitched and then disappeared and then i continued on my way but that was all i interacted with it yeah i mean i agree with you that i wish it had done something creepy with your answers but i think like Kinetopet, I guess, story-wise, was actually trying to make it a world that you would stay in. I guess. Even I expected it to be a bit more telegraphed with like, haha, now my evil plan for you to be trapped in here has happened. But it was just kind of like, you're going to be in this world now, is that okay? And you and said, yes. said yes. And like, <laughs> well, yeah, because it was nice. He put, it was very nicely put together with all the stuff I asked for. <laughs> and my decorations were there. So I was like, yeah. And then he was like, okay, credits. Huh. Yeah, no, for me saying no, he like obviously got really pissed off, closed, deleted everything, closed everything. And then there's like credits of a computer burning. So <laughs> a oh, little different. I guess it is kind of the choice thing then. Because my credits were just like a nice little song about how we're friends. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I do wish they had done something uh Something horror-y to twist your answers. That would have been really cool. Yeah, just a little bit more horror in the end. But, uh, yeah, we can talk about Buckshot Roulette. Um, so normally we don't talk about uh, the, the runner-ups, but this time, I, I don't know, I just 
was very interested in it, in, in it and I was like, this is kind of on, on my radar, especially since it's so short. So this one is essentially you're playing um, a Russian roulette with a shotgun, which is kind of funny uh, against like this. Um, I don't know. What do you guys call him? Like he's just some like. It's like a ghoul. Wasn't he like called a, a ghoul? Didn't he have a name like a barkeeper or a shopkeeper or something? He was like so shop, dealer, shopkeeper. Dealer, yes. The dealer. dealer. Yeah, that's you. what it was. Yeah. And um, it, 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 after playing it, I can say it, last time we were discussing whether it was a roguelike, it basically is. Um, so if, if it basically is divided into three rounds of Russian roulette. Um, and if you lose um, a round, you have to start over at the beginning. But each round is split up into you have like health bars essentially. So uh, you take one shot and um, it will uh, take one health bar down <laughs> and you have like five or something like that. And you can, there's all these items you can get that will, you know, will double your damage, skip the, uh, the turn. You're, you're going back and forth between you and the, the dealer with the shotgun. And there's a, it shows you at the beginning of each. Um, each clip, or I, I don't know what the word would be, <laughs> each like full um, set of bullets or whatever, like which ones are 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 uh, false bullets and which ones are real. Sort of like this gambling game in a way where you're trying to figure out whether you're going to be the one that that takes it or not. So and and the items uh, throw in some chance too. So like, or not some chance, but some more strategy elements into it. Um. But it has like that, that uh, very like sort of like gritty look to it, like this almost like would you say like Silent Hill, Jasmine? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would. Um, like kind of iron lungy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of like everything's dirty and grimy. Yeah, dirty and grimy. <laughs> you guys gonna hear it, but there's like a techno, like sort of industrial soundtrack. But there's some synth wave kind of thrown in there, so it's very kind of dystopian esque, I guess you could say. Yeah, but it, it, it's uh, it offers like a lot of opportunities for like chance and um, uh, like interesting strategies that you can make up to kind of like face off against the uh, the the dealer. Um, but yeah, if you guys, do, I don't know, do anyone else have anything else to kind of I guess like, talk about it? I guess first and foremost is like a probability gambling game where you yeah, yeah. have to use the items to kind of formulate a strategy. But also like, yeah, you're, you're taking a look at how many live bullets and um, fake bullets, or I guess shells you have and, yeah. and coming up with a strategy to make the dealer shoot himself. And when you pull it off, or when Max pulled it off, it was very satisfying. It's a very satisfying <laughs> game that will make yeah. you feel smart. Um, or dead. Yeah. Or dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's also fairly lenient, despite it being Russian roulette. Oh, dealer's a little dumb. Like, yeah, the dealer's was kind of dumb. He like made some really dumb decisions sometimes. And then also, like with all these, like um, you essentially get like five hit points. Um, and these can be regened through a pretty commonly spawned item that you can get at the end of each um, at the end of each like set of bullets. Despite it kind of feeling like setting up this like scenario where it feels like it's it's very tense and like you don't know if you're gonna make it. Um, it actually is fairly forgiving. Mm -hmm. um, 
which I don't know how I feel about because I'm like, in some ways, I'm like, maybe it should have been harder to win because I also won on my first time, similar to Eric. I guess it would be um, kind of frustrating if you keep getting launched back to the title screen, like, without any forgiveness, you know, without it being forgiving at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess, like, my thought is, like, um, it had, like, too many positive bonuses in the items because I'm, like, the whole point of r- Russian uh, roulette is it's, like, this very nihilistic gambling game that, like, and, and I, I don't know if, like, being so lenient in some ways kind of uh, dilutes its sort of <laughs> yeah, the there's a lot is. of healing for a, a game where you're shooting yourself in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it would, it would be pretty very... short, too, if there wasn't anything like that in there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, the, part of it is just, like, making it last longer. But it it is very stylish, though. It's, like, that that, that gritty sort of rusty look to it definitely is... Um, has made it stand out. And I I think I've seen it streamed a couple times too. Yeah, it's cool. I'm sure Eric would have more to say if he was here. Going well, he's going to be very uh, mad that we didn't talk about like seven specific <laughs> and ideas and things. Yeah, in the he's, he's like, you forgot. The settings you menu is very the... Eric. Very cool. Oh my God. The settings menu is very cool. It's like, it's like a tape deck. So you, um, you have all like the, the buttons it might have, you know, the rewind, the eject. And then, of course, the volume buttons. Um, it did make it a little hard to tell, like, how to turn up the volume. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> but <laughs> but um, it is a really cool menu. I mean, everything about this style, uh, this uh, this game is just like, just like oozes like style. It's it, and I I I don't know if this dev has made other things. Haven't looked into them that much. But I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I see them make like a full release. I mean, the closest example is probably like the first section of inscription mm-hmm. if, if you want to know like sort of what it looks like what it feels like to play yeah but that's that's uh buckshot roulette um is there anything else anyone would like to discuss oh my god <laughs> so i oh <laughs> i got uh an like an old oculus 2 headset and i've been playing the res 4 vr it is so good Ooh. It is crazy. Like I've played. Is this is this Res Four remake? No, or is it's it, the original. Uh, original in in okay, VR. Okay. Um, like I mentioned, I think it was last episode. I've played this game so many times. There's nothing new yet. Here we are with something new. Like you <laughs> didn't think this game would do VR so well, but it's crazy. There's this immersive mode where you like. You have to grab your guns off of your body and you have to know how to reload all of them. And oh, yeah, like you. This is like half like Alex. Yeah, like you actually have to like know the style in which they reload because um, in the middle of the village section, I whip out my shotgun and uh, I'm having to like, you know, pump it because it's a pump action. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and even like with the starting sniper rifle that's a bolt action you actually have to release the shell after every shot like manually um yeah it is so cool um anyone i assume this is first person right yeah like it's it's vr it's um okay it's just so i wasn't sure so i know some some of them have you still in third person. oh like yeah the cutscenes are still in third person and like any 
like jumping out of windows is is still in first person like uh, or, or sorry third person the cutscene. um so it's not too bad for like motion sickness wise except for the mm-hmm. boat part <laughs> oh god uh how do they do the movement is it it's, like uh, you teleport a few feet each time they have options um so you can teleport or you can just walk around using the uh, analog stick which is what i'm doing oh you're able to do that i i've tried that before with games and i it has made me like really sick. I admit the first like, time I, I played I was I got pretty sick, but you get used to it quite quickly. Yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe just like do it a couple of play sessions and then you get it. Yeah, it is so cool. Anyone who's like thinking of, you know, or has an Oculus headset and has been thinking of playing it, it is so awesome. Like I am just in awe and like it's I just didn't think I could have such a fresh experience with a game I've played so many times before. Have you have you noticed anything in particular, like being in the first person? Um, no, I mean, I think it's literally like a one for one of the original yeah. game. Like, it's just cool, I guess. Oh, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I just mean, like, have you felt like sometimes there might be something that you wouldn't really see very well? Well, yeah, that's the thing is the, like, like a third person. It's cool. Just like you come out of the merchant's shop and he's like face to face with you and you're like oh shit it's kind of ugly and you're like oh he's got a he's got a mustache i don't know <laughs> he's got striking something, blue eyes <laughs> striking blue eyes um never noticed he had that had that mole on the left <laughs> cheek <laughs> i did discover what? though that i'm horrible at sniping like holy crap i cannot oh have a steady it must hand. be so hard in vr oh my god it's insane oh, yeah. like i suck so honestly bad. aiming is pretty hard on a controller and, and so I don't play. <laughs> yeah, it's it's especially really like cool. precision. Yeah. Oh, that's really. Did that just come out, or did that come out last year? I can't. Uh, I think. I mean, it was for the Oculus Two, which is now the old headset. So I think maybe it's been a year or two. Maybe it's a year um, or two. Okay, I remember hearing about like it coming out, or someone just discussing it on like a podcast. But I, I, I guess I just like never heard about well, it again after that. Res Four Remake has a VR for the PlayStation VR as well oh so maybe that was... and you have you tried that uh no or is that, that, that's only psvr yeah it's only ps5 vr Ooh. or something like that i don't know if ps4 has it, but it's it's One like day. mind-blowingly cool Ooh. well this is a good replacement at least <laughs> yeah dude that's crazy i can't believe they made two different versions of the first person vr for the the two different games technically i honestly would play the other ones too in vr like just seeing how cool this one is but yeah mm-hmm. they're all playstation exclusives like uh seven eight and uh four oh remake. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i feel like seven would be too much for me in first person nah. but then they're like full size in front of you i don't know man you get like <laughs> really like... used to it quickly like i was like screaming off the top of my head oh, yeah. in the first section like <laughs> oh my god but yeah no once you get into the rhythm of it, it, it you you mm. do realize it's a video game <laughs> guess that's true yeah well, that's cool what about uh you dan oh i've i've been thinking i don't know man i've, I've, been, thinking. <laughs> I've been thinking <laughs> no i mean i've been thinking for the last few minutes if i have uh, played or watched or done anything uh to mention on here but I think it's been one of those times I haven't consumed very much media, sadly. No movies, even? It's okay. I can't think of a single movie that I've watched, like, in the last uh, couple of weeks. 
What have I even? Wow. What have I been doing? Having a life. I don't know. What have you been doing? Partying all night. What's the best party you've had in the past? <laughs> um, I was out at a bar last night. Nice. Yeah. It was kind of like a party. It was alcohol and music. Yeah, that that definitely was it. Sounds. Scary. It was. It was so spooky. Oh, I'll tell you about the bar instead. <laughs> yes. It was a dive <laughs> yeah. bar, kinda. That's yeah, one, uh, right near where I live. Um, yeah. And they have live music a lot of the times. So they did have live music last night. Was it terribly bad or terribly scary? Yeah, it was just a guy. It was a skeleton playing uh, <laughs> his rib cage like a, a xylophone. Oh my god! Terr- terrifying. And they did a cover of Spooky Scary Skeletons. Oh, amazing! So yeah, it was, wow. it was pretty good. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Um, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you had that that bar experience. <laughs> See, this is like why you're so good at the at the little game that we do before like deciding the order. On our like, um, well, our our normal like game episodes. Yeah, Dan always because has you, good you, stories. You you go out and live. Oh, we're yeah, we're like little hermits. I don't think that even qualifies. <laughs> but I do make a good. Well, I can be like the audience stand-in, so you guys can explain horror things that everybody knows about. That oh don't, my god! They don't. And I can be like, oh, what's that? Because I really don't. Huh? Know. Never heard of that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about you all right uh for me uh let's see well i played buckshot for roulette um i also been playing through um i finished kirby 64 gotta say not a good kirby i I know it's it's controversial take for the kirby fans out there but um not a fan of kirby 64 uh but i i pushed through it um and i've been i've just been like kind of on a mission to play the the other kirby games that i haven't played already so I, I'm, I'm doing dreamland 3 right now um which i got about like halfway through originally so there's kirby games you uh, haven't played oh yeah for sure there's i haven't played well i haven't the only one that i haven't played mainline is um uh amazing mirror um but i've i want to go through and actually finish kirby superstar and then finish Dreamland 3, which I'm doing right now. Um, also, there's like that Wii U canvas curse one or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't gotten it right. I don't, that one's not even available right now. So I didn't like. It doesn't I, count. I don't know. <laughs> if, I, if I get around to that, I, I don't even know if that really counts as a mainline because it's technically like a spinoff. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been playing that. Um, and I've been getting really, uh, continuing my visual novel train. I've been playing uh, one of the. Um, science adventure games by the same team who did. Yeah. Oh, oh, you've played it? <laughs> no, Hakuyoki. No, Hakuyoki. I was saying that wrong. Is like an Otom dating game, <laughs> a visual novel. Oh, there's like a character that has a, a name uh, very similar to that. It's like Ak- Akiko. I thought you were just saying it wrong or something. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, oh, you played. It? <laughs> okay, no, sorry. What? What is uh, the name of this one? Um, it's called um, Robotic Notes Elite. You know, just a bizarre name that means nothing, uh, unless you've played the game. Because like, <laughs> it's basically about like a um, uh, a high school robotics club, and like it's got like. Uh, so to give a little background on the dev, because it's kind of hard to explain it without explaining who made it, um, is it's like a uh, 
it's by the same team that did the visual novel for Steins Gate. Um, so it kind of is in that vein where, except it's a little bit more slice of life. So it's like, uh, uh, like kind of got some conspiracy elements in, in there and like a mystery. Um, but it's also about, in the it's kind of like alternate future or al- alternate present. What would be the word for that? <laughs> alternate history, alternate history. Um, uh, where like robots and mecha kind of stuff exists or whatever. Or it's like starting to exist, um, and it's like about this high school thing, like you know, like slice of life, but also like dealing with this mystery and like creating this giant robot. And it does like a really good, um, good job developing like the characters, and it's just kind of fun to nice. uh, play through. And yeah, I wish there were some more interactive elements to it, but it's got like choices, you know, and uh, an extra content you can kind of explore. Um, but that's what I've been playing through there. Um, and yeah, I think that's it for me. So um, next time, hopefully Eric will be back. But uh, our next victim is going to be... Just got to pull this up. Um, okay, it is marked as Eric. <laughs> so as long as everything goes uh goes okay, get we'll your nautical games time. ready. So we'll get our nautical games, our Arctic games, our Swedish games. Not yeah, Norway. it can't be from Norway, can't be from Finland, definitely can't be from Denmark. <laughs> Otherwise, Eric will blow a fuse. It can only be from Sweden. Um, yeah, but we'll get those ready for him. Um, and. So you can like and share the pod, review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DigiNightPod. And our next episode will be on March 10th. We can look forward to checking that out. Um, Other than that, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.